beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of Nine to Thrive, quick health tips for busy lives. I'm Cece, your go-to nutrition nerd, and I'm thrilled you're joining me today. We've got nine action-packed minutes ahead filled with real talk and practical tips to help you heal for good. So whether you're on your commute, taking a quick break, or multitasking like the boss you are, let's dive in and make every minute count. It's time to nerd out. Today, we're covering four myths around vegetable oils. I don't do filler, so let's get straight to the content. Okay, myth one, vegetable oils come from vegetables. Gosh, that name, vegetable oils, sure paints a healthy image, doesn't it? Your mind might jump to a vibrant salad or gorgeously colored vegetables just overflowing with antioxidants. Gosh, too bad. Vegetable oils mostly come from GMO corn, soybeans, cottonseed, and canola. Not exactly the veggie goodness that we picture, huh? So clever labeling can play us and sway our perceptions and our behaviors big time. So junk food lobbyists embrace this rosy vegetable oil halo instead of a more accurate term like hexane extracted refined seed oils which is what they really are. <laughs> I mean, no oil extractor wants us picturing toxic chemical baths and then eating that, right? So rather than life-giving spinach or kale, these ubiquitous and cheap oils come mostly from pesticide-doused GMO commodity crops, lacking nutrients after industrial farming. Then under high heat and pressure, they get stripped of any lingering nutrients, creating this sort of unstable leftover product that is really easy and affordable to slip into countless foods. Even natural or organic labels often mean nothing for how delicately oils um, can get ruined after being overly processed and degraded. So we end up unknowingly consuming them and everything from convenience foods to misleading healthy ones, which I think is kind of lame. All right, myth two, these oils can't be that bad because they are still made from plants, right? Like seeds or plants, that's how that goes. <laughs> the reality, my friends, these oils promote oxidation and inflammation throughout the body, contributing to tons of chronic disease risk. One more thing I want you to know about how these oils are manufactured. To extract the oils from seeds, companies use intense mechanical processes that force unnatural chemical reactions. And this creates really fragile um, chemical compounds that can go bad really easily when they're exposed to light or heat. It's not like eating uh, whole foods like avocados or olives where the oils are, are protected within um, their stable whole food structure. When you extract seed oils like this, it leaves them exposed. It leaves them vulnerable. In fact, it leaves like an open spot or a few open spots on their chemical chain. And all of that, um, all of those open spots, all of that intense processing actually changes the chemical makeup and it makes compounds that oxidize like crazy inside our bodies. Think like a rusting car. That's what oxidiz oxidization is. And that's what it does to the inside of our bodies. And those rampaging derivatives, derivatives in that oxidization process can provoke inflammatory damage that's linked to all kinds of things like heart disease, obesity, cancer, bad news bears. Plus vegetable oils are loaded with inflammatory omega-6 fats. You may have heard of omega-6 and omega-3s. Um, omega-6 are the worst kind. Um, they're okay in very small amounts, but these vegetable oils are so overloaded with them, way more than we naturally eat. And frankly, our bodies just are not equipped to handle those high quantities of omega-6 fats. Um, and so it ends up overwhelming 
are our enzyme processing symptoms, and it promotes even more oxidative stress. Um, so it's just wreaking havoc throughout our bodies. Um, so even though the name kind of makes them sound all veggie good, vegetable oils are hyper-processed. Um, they are franken oils. They're not real whole foods. They're damaged and isolated compounds can get concentrated for shelf life reasons, not health reasons. So remember that. Um, so ultimately it's processing and composition that matters more than nice sounding terms like plant-based or vegetable oils. Okay. Myth three, vegetable oils are only found in fried or cooking oils. Okay. So these inflammatory oils sneak into tons of so-called health foods too, like salad dressings, cereals, protein bars, crackers, you name it. When we imagine veggie oils, our minds can I think instinctually go to things like frying pans or chips or, you know, French fries or other restaurant meals, but inflammatory soybean, corn, canola, and cottonseed oils have infiltrated way more of our everyday food without most of us even realizing it. So let's say you're going to be healthy. Take a yogurt parfait, for example, the, um, yogurt that you're topping, um, I'm sorry, the, the granola that you're topping your yogurt with, um, even if it's labeled healthy, low fat, etc., it's likely laced with some kind of toxic seed oil, or consider a gorgeous spinach salad that you're going to top with some low fat dressing, but that low fat dressing is really loaded with soybean or canola oil. Even uh, wholesome seeming rice cakes and nut butter can deliver hidden oil punches. So by slipping into, um, you know, convenient labels like light, uh, low fat, no fat, organic or, or natural foods, um, you're unknowingly becoming reliant on these vegetable oils. And when you don't scrutinize the labels and let's be honest, we're all busy. Who really does aside from me? <laughs> um, when we're not scrutinizing, we can miss how all of these oils and, and, uh, derivatives can, um, you know, how prevalent they can be and how, and the role that they're uh, playing in driving up inflammatory omega-6 intake by mm, 25 times more than our bodies can handle. So before assuming that oils only hide in obvious fried stuff, check any packaged product closely. And we're going to get to what you're looking for here in a second. Even good for you eats can contain copious amounts of hidden oils, silently feeding disease risk. And speaking of disease risk, that brings us to myth number four. The only risk with vegetable oils is heart health. Okay. In reality, friends, it's not just our hearts that pay the price long-term when vegetable oils flood our bodies. Um, these unstable oils also drive immediate inflammatory chaos that can disrupt immunity. It can cause pain and fatigue. It will damage your skin. It accelerates disease across the board. Sure. Uh, the mechanism behind Vegetable oils is pretty well established and well documented for eventually causing um, heart problems like atherosclerosis, hypertension, arrhythmias, heart attacks, so on and so forth. But we are hardly discussing the smaller acute kind of full body havoc that happens when we are consuming so many of these hidden oils. When the um, when these oil bonds break down upon exposure to heat or light or oxygen, remember we said they're unstable. So when when they get triggered in their unstable state and they break down even further, they excuse me they turn into toxic um, aldehyde byproducts that directly and immediately trigger uh, what's called an inflammatory cytokine release. So it's an inflammatory response in your body. Um, and in the meantime, all of our antioxidant reserves get depleted, trying to control the damage. Um, and so it's no wonder that people who consume a lot of vegetable oils report 
intensified joint discomfort, uh, headaches and migraines, brain fog, um, insomnia, irritability, visible skin irritation. And those are just like the minor issues related to chronic systemic inflammation. Over decades, all of this full body inflammation worsens um, autoimmunity flares, uh, potential cancer growth, and, and so, so much more. So focusing just on eventual heart risk kind of dismisses like the bigger picture of the conversation. Um, so rather than assuming that vegetable oils only harm our tickers later down the line, the truth is you got to be really, really clear about recognizing this. These oils disrupt our function all over our body in countless sneaky ways right now. Okay, friends, let's recap. Ditching those hazardous vegetable oils does wonders for protecting our health, and it's actually surprisingly simple. First, arm yourself by memorizing the hateful eight oils um, put forth by Dr. Kate Shanahan. Those hateful eight include corn, canola, cottonseed, soybean, sunflower, safflower, grapeseed, and rice bran. Avoid anything that lists these oils on its label. Instead, embrace more stable anti-inflammatory fats like extra virgin olive oil for low heat cooking and dressing, um, avocado oil for higher heat frying, or cooking butters like ghee or coconut oil. And um, get healthy fats from whole foods like olives, nuts, and seeds, rather than just buying into the buzzwords on clever uh, uh, food marketing and packaging. And also you want to avoid anything um, kind of like sneakily just listing vegetable oil generically, since that sort of hides the true inflammatory source. So if you can't pinpoint which particular vegetable or seed oil it is, better to leave it out. So by swapping out a few pantry items and getting a little bit more savvy about labels and menus, we can all help ignite a massive reduction in the most widespread yet needless toxicity in modern diets. And that's inflammation from these seed oils. Then just watch everything get better. So remember friends, ditching vegetable oils or minimizing them is a very easy win and you can totally do it. And that's a wrap, beautiful people. Another nine minutes closer to healing for good. If you loved what you heard, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and share the love with your friends. Got questions or topics you want me to cover? Just slide into my DMs on Instagram at NutritionNerdCC. Until next time, keep thriving and remember, you've got this.